Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with Annie Hardy from Giant Drag and her solo band, Annie Hardy. She also has a podcast called Empath of Least Resistance. And we just we just kind of go into it on her career as a musician and her career as an addict and then we get into blood types which is really fascinating and i think you guys are really gonna like this one so check it out one minute you're fucking bitches next minute bitches are fucking you fuck exactly one day you're the statue the next you're the pigeon some days you're the hammer other days you're the nail some days you're getting nailed outside a Nine Inch Nails concert. This sounds like a real legit memory. It's not. I've never been to a Nine Inch Nails concert. You don't want to go see Satanic Trent Reznor uh, do his magical performances with synth on stage? Nah, I'm good. I feel like I feel like I'm good on seeing ever any band again for the rest of my life. Mm. What's the point? It's all like you. It's all sending the energies somewhere. I like to uh, pretend that my music sends it up to heaven, but that could be not always true. <coughs> oh my God. You fucking made it clip, bro. How do you do that? The, by sneezing so loud. Oh, really? It does that? Yeah, Maybe see, anytime the, the sound bars go off, they, you want them to, even when I reacted, I was a little bit on the loud side. So you want it to stay mm, in the that's middle. That's why we turn these little guys down right here. Well, no, just don't sneeze. It was at the perfect, you know, level. Now, just, you got allergies or something? No, no, no. You got the COVID? I got that Rona. You got the Omicron. I got that Rona in California. Yeah. California, Omicron. Let's hear it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lifsey. And today, I am with the wonderful, talented, fabulous, gardening, animal-loving, music-making legend. Podcasting also. And podcasting, yes, podcasting. And humble, the most humble person in the world. She actually is pretty damn humble. I know. Uh, Here with Annie Hardy from... The Annie Hardy Experience. Annie, just tell us a little bit about your music so everybody gets to know you and what's going on right now. Oh, if anybody cares, which I barely do. I'm in a band called Giant Drag. Uh, Bag kicks ass. Thanks. Not a fan personally, but I get the allure sometimes. Uh, And then I have, you know, my solo project and I have a record label called Full Psycho Records and generally shouldn't do this nothing like that because i'm i'm creative i'm not like an administrating you know maybe if i had help but i'm also like um i guess a difficult person to work with no i don't know i also don't make money so it's like what am i gonna do pay somebody uh i'd like to thank shout out to napster and spotify and everybody else who's helped team up to make this music industry a thing of the past Thank God for big tech, huh? Yeah. So right now, Annie, see, she is humble and she's modest too because 
right now, I believe. Don't you have like a number one track out right now? Well, I'm on a track on the number one, um, you know, emo cholo goth uh, genre record, Prayers, cholo goth. Cholo LP. goth. Uh, and yes, I'm very, very honored to be on one of the two guests on that album, uh, guest vocalist, me, Annie Hardy, and the other guest mm. is called Robert Harvey. Sounds the same, doesn't it? Yeah. Robert Harvey was very in a band similar. called The Music, which his track's good, though, on it. Yeah. I love prayers. I'm glad that I finally come out of the closet as a trans race cholo goth. At uh, age 40. What's really crazy is I was, so I got into the prayers from Brandon, mm -hmm. and he took me one time years ago to a prayers video shoot for the song Black Leather, which ironically wound up becoming one of my favorite prayer songs. And oh, the one with Kat Von D? Yeah, Kat was there, and then Brandon was good friends with Rafa, the lead singer of prayers, and uh, Brandon got really drunk and like spilled alcohol and cat, and they were like gonna Brother. film the video, and he was just out of control. And then him and Rafa got into it, and Rafa like basically, I don't know if he kicked Brandon out, probably, but, but like he Rafa doesn't really take shit. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon wound up leaving, and then I was just like, well. Psh I just feel weird being here. You know, Brandon brought me here, and uh, I just followed behind. I wasn't drinking or anything. I was sober at the time. This must have been back when he was the artist formerly known as Bad Brandon before he became Dad Brandon. Yeah, and uh, yeah, totally. He was. This is when he was at the vape shop, and I guess he was like storing a police car for Rafa, and was the other guy's Dave or whatever. Was the isn't that the guy's name the musician? Oh, Dave guy? Parley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they had like a police Dave's car in the band anymore. Actually, though, oh, it's just Rafa now. Well, they, Brandon, I guess, was like holding on to a police car for them, and then I guess that got impounded. And then him and Rafa, like, they had made up, but then they got into an argument again. And Brandon was a problematic person back yes. in the day. Yes, he. We barely hung on to our friendship because of all of his antics. I like Brandon, though. He's a good him. dude. And, you know, I'm glad that he's made a transformation into Dad Brandon. And I'm sure moving to San Diego has probably helped his, his efforts of being a good dad and a good dude. And being sober probably really helped a million times over. Absolutely. Remember, did you ever see Brandon's band he was doing, Escorts? Black, I saw Black Fuzz, and I remember when he was in Escorts. I didn't really hear a lot of his music, but yeah. I, I did uh, see him uh, live, I think, with the Black Fuzz once. And even though he didn't like have the greatest voice, his voice worked really well for the band that he was in, which yeah. made his voice seem greater than it really was. Well, I'm sure it was just, you know... Just as it's meant to be, as all of our voices are. Nobody thinks that their voice is good, and but then sometimes they listen to their friends' podcasts and they're like, "His voice isn't that good." Yeah, I don't like my <laughs> voice, so no, which is nobody really likes their own voice. You for know, for the, the following that I've gotten in this small period, I guess some people like my voice. I wonder if you're spiritually related to John Levi. You guys kind of sound similar. You sound like angrier John Levi. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if John Levi is a Capricorn. I wouldn't either. He's got definitely 
big cap energy. John Levi does a lot of like uh, videos on star forts, uh, Tartaria, Tartaria, or speculation of Tartaria, but ancient structures and the fact that there's a lot of weird fuckery around all these ancient structures and that they were clearly here pre-Columbus time that the, you know the White House and, and, and all of the DC architecture was already here um, because if it wasn't why don't we build buildings like that nowadays with our advanced technology because uh, cheaper materials from China man I don't know about that but I don't either but I was thinking maybe since I'm doing your podcast now and you brought your special expertise to mine. I was like, what is my special expertise, perhaps? I, I want to know about your musical journey and how you got into music when you first got into music. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about something fun. We could talk about something <laughs> fun eventually. Like blood but, types. Uh, we could talk about that, too. Uh, yeah, I could talk I about that. I really want to hear you. Annie Hardy, where did you grow up? I grew up in South Orange County, mostly. San Clemente, to be exact. But pretty much everywhere between San Clemente and Irvine. Where, by the way, there's a lot of A-negative blood types down there in South Orange County. We're definitely going to get into blood types. Uh, but I, I want to just know a few more questions. Question, I got a few more questions for you just so the listeners can get this opportunity to know you, if you know okay. what I mean. Um, when was the first time you picked up a guitar and started shredding? Well, I remember I wanted to... Uh, okay. I'll tell you the first moment that I wanted to play guitar was... I was in like sixth grade, and my mom is a playwright and director, not like anyone you've ever heard of, but like, you know, on a very like South Orange County scale, she like made a play for my like <laughs> second grade class called Kitty Claws and the Magic of Dreaming. Are you looking at my necklace? That is a rat spine with a fire opal in it that I made. Wow. Cool, huh? Annie is is a fat. She is literally a modern day Los Angeles Pippi Longstocking. That's the best way to describe her. Pippi Longstocking, Meth Martha Stewart, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this guy in her play was playing. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, but he was playing that Pearl Jam song, Black. I don't know if you're familiar it's with it. It's a really it. good song. It is a really good song, and I was you know, I wasn't familiar with it or nothing, but I was like, damn, like. And maybe most girls would have been like, oh, I want to like suck that guy's dick. But I was like, I want to learn to play the guitar. And he was like, I want to like kick that guy in the ball. <laughs> I want to kill that guy and steal his guitar and learn to play. So anyway, my mom signed me up for guitar lessons in Laguna Niguel, where we lived at the time. And these this guy is trying to teach me all this garbage, like... Like I still have the tablature book from my lessons. Like it's like just the riff to like "Come as You Are" and like "One" by Metallica and like "Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon." My dad used to sing that to me when I was yeah. a kid. And I on the guitar. He, he plays guitar. Oh really? That's yeah. that's cute. Uh, that's weird, actually. Like that's kind of like a song about a father and a son and how the cycle keeps repeating and it's bad. But I'm. I, it's really weird because I. Um, similar to him in certain ways, but we lived very, very different lives. Do you, you know what's crazy? He is had three kids. I had none. Well, maybe you had some that you don't even know about. That's what people say. Very doubtful. I've always been cautious. You about never that. gave to a sperm bank? Nope. Probably for the best. You know, I had a weird experience a couple of years back. 
uh, actually this guy. Is this a sperm bank experience? No, did but you it's get close. Fired? Did, did you work at I a sperm bank? I got fired from drinking from the from the w sperm bank. Were you were you were you at the working at a sperm bank and got fired for drinking on the job? <laughs> no, I was dating. You know who told me that joke? Remember Joker? Prayers, Joker. Sancho Claus. Sancho Claus. Michael Flores. Shout He's out. The one. He said Claus. that to me one time. Hey, Jeremy, remember that time you worked at the sperm <laughs> bank and you got fired for drinking on the job? <laughs> That's amazing. Retard. I got to get him on the podcast. I've never met Sancho Cl Claus, but I hope to um, for sure. I've, I'm a fan. But like, so Brandon's band Escorts, uh, the drummer of it, I think I dated him in my first year sober and uh and and his dad was in playgirl magazine and so what yeah because his dad was like an actor's comedian or some shit and so i had this rare opportunity to see two generations of of dick you know like wow. and i was like wow like you and your dad have like almost identical dicks i don't know how often that happens in nature but you weren't smacking your clam to the pages of Playgirl, were you? Definitely not. It'd be weird to masturbate to my ex-boyfriend's dead dad. But, um, yeah, so rest in peace. My boyfriend and daddy. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're having a threesome with his ghost tonight. Oh, he was dead? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk bad about dick. the dead guys. Forgive me. Dad's dead dick was... That's a... You need to name a track of yours, Dad's or dead dick. I might have to start a whole band for Dad's dead dick, because that's good. But yeah, anyway, I thought that was weird, you know? Are we just like clones of every generation before us? Maybe. Me and my dad have a lot of like... Like, I have this mole right here. Mm-hmm. My little brother had it. I have it. My dad has it. And then I noticed on my grandpa's chest, like his shirt was open, he has it too. What the fuck? I'm really so curious about the spiritual significance of moles. Bi-curious or just curious? I'm bi-curious. Oh my God, I have such bad cramps. Let's, let's get back to it. Sorry, yeah. I, I diverted from uh, the task at hand. So I picked up the guitar. I took lessons. I think I got kicked out because the guy called my mom and he's like, hey, uh, Miss Hardy, your daughter... Today, at the lesson, she told me that she was God, and she seemed, like, really serious about it. And she said it was a total straight face. And anyway, so I, I, he declined to give me further lessons, I guess, after a couple of them. You know, I was a, I was a um, rascal as uh, a kid, and still am, I guess. You're a rascal, for sure, yeah, still. A, a very kind-hearted rascal. Thank you. Annie has so many different animals here at her house. She's got two cats. A rabbit, five a chickens, a sugar glider, five chickens, and just garden in the front, garden in the back, and a hummingbird nest with two hummingbirds in it on the side. Yard. And she saves bees out I of love her pool. Bees, I, I love too. bees. I think there's something very Christ-like about bees. They're Flying the only Pomeranians. creature. They're the only creature on earth that doesn't harm another living thing for its food. Quite the contrary, it helps. Yeah. Pollinates only. Feeds us. Yeah, and soon they look like little flying Pomeranians. I love them. I love them too. They're beautiful. The land of milk and honey. I wish I was small enough to hug one. So anyway, I got kicked out of lessons, and then uh, eventually, when I was fifteen and sixteen, I went to boarding school up in Ojai, California, um, 
it was mostly college prep but like all the white the like nine white kids there were there for like they were in trouble and everyone else was there straight from some asian country to get into a, an american college basically and um i was rendered stuck with nothing to do and my my uh this girl carmen i made best friends with up there her dad was teaching her the guitar i was kind of like figuring it out just using the chord books from like or the chord charts from like beatles books beatles piano books and stuff like that and we would show each other what we learned she showed me fire and rain you know I've seen fire and I've seen Oh, rain. yeah, I love that song. Do good, do good, do. James and Taylor. Yep. And then I showed her fucking, what was it, Wild World by Cat oh, Stevens and like some Beatles song I was learning. And then eventually we started learning a whole lot of songs and then we started writing songs. And I remember right away the first song I ever wrote, which was just like a jokey, funny song. Like every time I would write a song, after that, I would get this like incredible response from the people I would play it in front of, like, and the people would would remember it afterwards. Annie's and ask for it Annie's by name. A Annie's a Gemini, and Gemini's are natural communicators and writers. Tupac mm. was a Gemini. Prince. Uh, Trump. Great Trump, communicator. Great communicator. Kanye. Kanye. Uh, there's a bunch N of them. I, I think Morrissey is a is oh a Gemini. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, another person. And, and Gemma, if you listen to that list, like that's a lot of like people that really split a room. You know, it's like you oh love yeah. them or you, you hate them, them you but them. you don't really nothing them ever. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. That's me, you know. So anyway, so yeah, I, I would get a good response to like writing songs. And like, I remember feeling like I always just knew like, I'm going to be a musician, I'm going to go on tour, I'm going to make music as a living. And I thought that was a good thing uh, back then. And so I never had a doubt in my mind. People would try to dissuade me from, like, they would, my family would be like... You should be a nurse. No, they would say, you need to go to college, take a math class. It's like, you need to go to college and take a math class. Fuck you, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be Ugh. a musician. Only thing I need to learn how to count is all my money. <laughs> uh, but I didn't bank on the fact that by the time I got to the biz, the biz would be breaking down because streaming Napster had already kicked off and like music, you know, record deals were not what they used to be. But I got the one of the last decent deals before they instituted like uh, 360 deals where they take some of your publishing money and they take some of your merch, it's fucking thieves. Anyway, I guess I skipped over the whole middle part. Um, you know, there's that spiritual law the law of least effort it says if you're uh doing your your thing and you're like you know being helping your fellow man then you will get to your goal with m the most minimal effort possible and i really found that to be true i think on our first show we got a second show on our second show we got a residency at silver lake lounge from our residency there, we got a residency at Spaceland, which is now doesn't exist, I guess, post-COVID. Spaceland became a satellite. Now it's nothing. So rest in peace to that. But I, and then from there, I got signed to a subsidiary of Interscope called Kickball Records by this wonderful woman called Wendy Higgs, who was like 
my A&R person, and, and she was amazing, and I had this amazing manager at the time, Bridget Wright, and it was like, girl power. Not really, but like, it was actually, and then, um, but Micah, my drummer, he was always like kind of, he's a normal person. He does computer programming. He's a genius, actually, and a, a computer genius and otherwise, and musical genius, and and he didn't want to like do he's not about that life understandably so first thing i had to do was replace him i was the only one on the um record deal and he wasn't leaving under bad terms he helped show this guy eli smith who i'm semi sure manages this the big studio down um like spitting distance from here i don't know how many what, eli what, smith's what kind of studio is it it's like we're no doubt recorded like the oh, okay. first okay. big so record is yeah. yeah i can't remember the name even though i walk past it every day uh clear lake recording company and, or and something and who are some of the uh the more uh notorious bands that you got to that people would recognize and also who are some of your favorite musicians that you got to mm. Two very different questions, indeed. I know. That's why well, I asked them. Well, I'll start off with these two. But, I mean, might not mean a lot to Americans, but two of the best, like, most fun tours that we were on, uh, both were UK bands, but this band, Nine Black Alps. and, and Nine Black Alps? Yeah, they were, they're huge in fucking overseas. Okay. You, you couldn't get them arrested out here. And then there's another band called The Cribs who kind of broke ground out here a little bit and enough to where my my little friend Shay who's like 23 had bought tickets to their show a couple of weeks ago which got canceled due to COVID. But that was an amazing mm, tour. Mm, There's mm. such amazing bands. And um let's see who else uh we played with the Icarus line cuz like Joe Cardamone is like one of my best friends for like 20 fucking years now and um let's see we played with jesus and mary chain and i got to sing just like honey nice not that it was audible although you can hear someone in the crowd uh, in the video from that this was like their first show when they were doing the reunion for coachella and so fucking what's her name from you know the movie scarlett johansson could not be there but i was already there so they had me do it and i was like just like honey and like nobody could hear me and is so that who sang just like honey and jesus and mary Jane? No. scarlett johansson no 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 but she did it for the um reunion at coachella because of that movie or some shit i don't know uh seems ridiculous now in retrospect uh we played coachella 2005 the year madonna played and they had her pretend to be like indie or something to put her in one of the, the desert tent or something huh. it was a complete nightmare trying to get out of there because it was like a slam pack they weren't letting any artists out into the artists like back back walk area while Madonna was on or something? Yeah, because they were like, oh, of course it not. makes she's no sense. It's she's like, a Leo, the queen bee. Yeah, she's the queen of the... Anyway, that was good, I guess. I don't know. I couldn't really see or hear anything. Uh, what uh, One of my favorite artists of all time is, is a guy called uh, Guy Blakeslee, and he's amazing. He's a true angel, and, and, and this girl named Leal Neal, who just had a record come out on sub pop that they made together their twin flames and i like to take a very tiny percentage of responsibility for assisting in that 
coupling to happen. I don't know what it is, but I got all this like twin flame uh, couple counselor energy. I just brought another one together. Uh, shout out to Maggie and Thomas. It's like it's amazing, and I feel like I Girl, get I get a little like hit off their the, the drugs because you know when you're in one of those unions, it feels like you're fucking doing the craziest the love drug bath salts ever, yes. and I get a, a a secondhand high off of that. You're shit. like the Chuck Woolery of the music industry, Annie. I don't know who Chuck Woolery is. Love connection. Oh, okay. I I guess I am. So so how long have you been doing music? too long uh since 1993 would be the first time okay. but like in a, as a career for like tw 20 years I, i'm gonna 15 years i'm gonna ask you about a couple bands some of my favorites Go right uh ahead. elliot smith do you ever play around them or i've seen elliot smith play two shows one was the most depressing of my life the next one was he showed up at this as the secret surprise guest for monday night uh free residencies at Spaceland and he played like all of the songs from from a basement on a hill and I thought he was I mean he's just one of the greats of all yes, time he's one of my so top, incredible top fives for sure so depressing not the music I can listen to if I want to lead a happy life but so uh have, incredible have, so incredible a journey every time you hear so one of good songs. and what about Sonic Youth not a huge fan myself to be honest, just never grab me. I like, I, I don't get it. I, you know what? Uh, most of their music, I would say eighty percent of it, I'm not into. Mm -hmm. The twenty percent I'm into, I'm super into it. It's like the Deftones. I feel the same way about the Deftones. Yeah, same. Eighty percent of their music, I'm not into. The twenty percent I'm in, into, I'm really into. Same with Iggy Pop. Eighty mm percent -hmm. of his music not into the twenty percent. I'm really into it. You know I'm on a Deftones track. I did not know you were on a Deftones track. Saturday Night Wrist is the album. The song is called Pink Cell Phone. Huh. I'm gonna have to listen to that now. Greasy, filthy hand jobs in truck stop restrooms. Yeah. Oh, that sounds familiar. I'm a. I love Chino and Deftones. Are I've amazing. heard good things about Chino. One of my good He's friends sweet, man. met He's him cool. and said he was like the nicest guy. He's totally the nicest guy. He's just like a chill, like normal-ish person, you know? Yeah. If anyone can be described as that. And yeah, he's just Chino rules. And he's got like the most incredible fucking voice. He could sing the back of a box of cereal and it would be moving. And he's like got a great voice. And I think. One of my They did a cover of the song by Duran Duran, The Chauffeur. And it's like a hidden gem of theirs. And I'm just like. Wow, this is probably like one of the best remakes of a Duran Duran song I've ever, and that is probably one of my favorite Duran Duran songs. Well, what is it off of? I forget. I think it's like a B-Sides album or whatever, but the lyrics. Oh, I wonder if that's what they did, because like used to be that Chino lived right down the street in Burbank, and and like two streets over from Sean Lopez, and from, um, you know, they're all from like, Sacto or wherever What's the fuck. Who's Sean Lopez? Sean Lopez was in Revolution Smile, and he's a producer now, mm. and he was in, fuck, what was his first band called? I mean, anybody who's like a deep diver with the Deftones people knows who Sean is, and Sean was married to my former best friend, Amy, and so I was always over there, and it was just like, it was really nice, and then it was time for my spirit. 
spiritual awakening. Well, let's talk. <laughs> and I had to be ripped away from all friends and family and loved ones and taken to the desolate wasteland that is Rancho Cucamonga. Let's talk about your downward spiral and then... Funny you should say that because I was dating at the time someone who was one of the, you know, guitar players from Nine Inch Nails at some point. <laughs> and he had his own downward spiral. But, like, yeah, it was not a good well, time. words are worlds to the magicians. Yeah, and he, turns out, he just got fucked by an animal. Oh, <laughs> wait, that's not what this song says. <laughs> it says, I want to fuck you like an animal. No, he didn't want to do that. But, um, yeah, what do you want to know? So... So music was going good or music halfway decent? Music was fine, you know. It was and more than halfway decent for being rather inactive for the previous four years. But I was in I was in AA, which I guess you're not supposed to talk about this at the, at the level of radio and films. But this is not radio or a film, so I guess I feel like it's okay. There's no, lots of... This it, is, this is lots gay-dio. Yeah, th- exactly. And there's lots of like recovery podcasts and stuff. I don't know. I just think it's an important part of my life and I'm not good at editing myself. So here I go. I was in AA and like somehow when you're in AA, you're just doing the program. You, you're part of a community. You always have enough money. You're always doing well in your career. It's really bizarre. It's like this might be a cult, but I'm fine with that, you know. Um, and so I was doing good, you know, and then all of a sudden actually Chino and Sean Lopez, they started a band with this other guy um, who was like Jocko Pistorius, taught him how to play bass. Chuck is his name. And they started a band, Crosses. I don't know if you've heard of them. I haven't heard of it. But the first Crosses show happened at the, uh, 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 what's Paul Toilet's place called? in The Glass House in, P- in Pomona. And, and they were, yeah, Chino hit me up as he wanted to, or Sean or somebody, saying, we want to perform a cover of Swan Song, my mm. song, Giant Drag Song. And and uh, and it's and would I come out and sing it? And so I did, and then that happened. That was like the last thing before I just like, you know, dissolved into the ether of madness. And I had been living a very like Hannah Montana, like compartmentalized, like MK Ultras sort of, like people pleaser extraordinaire lifestyle and being slightly different version of myself for this person and what you know thinking so and so probably being wants a Gemini being a Gemini being duplicitous and, and and like just people pleasing character defect we would call that in AA but like sometimes just straight up like uh, deceptive Gemini in my okay. lower registered Gemini place. And then, you know, this guy comes along and he's like, he's a dark triad narcissist, very convincing, very abusive. Like not like the worst kind of abuse to me is like mental abuse that you don't even know for sure if it's happening or not. I would rather someone strike me. I'd rather be beaten because then I know I'm being abused. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I'm I'm somehow in his uh, narcissist like uh, shared psychosis for like two years out there and I thought I was only gone for six months and um were you were you using at the time oh yeah I was on I he had convinced me he said you know I don't think you're a drug addict alcoholic I think you just have ADD and if you take my Adderall then you'll be sorted 
And I said, no. He gave me a four-hour speech about it. The first time, I said no. The Misery second, loves company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the second four-hour speech, I said no again. But you can't ask me. On the third time, I say yes, you know. If somebody's really given me a four-hour speech, like, what is this, a timeshare-like uh, thing? Like, leave me alone. Fine, I'll do it. I'll see. I think you're wrong, but let's find out. And guess what? He was fucking wrong, and I was right. And you found out. And we found out the hardest way possible, and I lost all my friends, and my mom wasn't even talking to me, and, and this guy was such a prick, and he spent all my money. Like, right before I went out there, I got a quadruple song sync license for this show pretty little liars i made like 26 grand and like this dude was like had no nothing and so all i was paying for all the doctor visits all the adderall prescriptions all my own suboxin prescriptions uh, and robaxin neurontin and valium and oh uh, you are like that living the fucking standard drug addict musician life oh fully and then and then it's like surprise you don't like Sonic Youth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have a weird like relationship with music in the first place, and very fucked ta- music taste. And so, actually, I like the Lilies. You introduced I me love to the Lilies. The lilies. I'm, I'm really yeah. digging that. And I, I have love, great taste. I, I just don't like to fucking uh, fuck with a lot of stuff. Like, and I love Guns and Roses. Like, and I always oh, yeah. will. And I always will. <coughs> anyway, so I, I I got tired of. Oh, you know what had happened was, is I was under the narc spell, and then my angelic friend Monica. Narc is in narcissist. Narcissist, not tattling, because why would I tell on someone that I'm already on drugs? You know, I, although I was telling on myself pretty well, but my my this angel friend of mine, Monica, came up to actually to bring us some some pills or something, and uh, from somebody else. Uh, and, and, and she and I started hanging out, and she was providing some much-needed perspective. Like, like he said something, some crazy narc shit, and then uh, we left to go somewhere. And she's like, do he think anybody believes that? And then I was like, oh, wait. She was questioning the narrative that, that I had always kind of questioned, but I was so quick to discount my own intuition intuition and ability to perceive the truth and i tended to be wrong and i just had no self-knowledge no self-trust and like i just started having this crazy experience of having fun for the first time i never had fun in my entire life till i became friends with monica and we would go down the studio the studio that had been sitting vacant because he kept saying i need to get this this and all my setup ready before i can jam he he had told me he was going to be in my band. It's like, why would I even want that? But, like, we did nothing for, like, over a year. And then me and Monica just started to, to go jam. And the difference between writing songs and jamming is pretty profound. It's a totally different... Totally different vibe, yeah. Totally different vibe, totally different skill set. And... Uh, I remember when I lived in Kauai, the drummer from the Grateful Dead lived there, and I got invited to their Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, total jam sesh. I bet those people like to jam for sure. Uh, jam with the devil in hell. Have fun. <laughs> just kidding. No I'm thanks. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I was having fun and like the positivity of that was like, you know, I was just going towards that which I wanted. And then one day this dude had a mental breakdown. I think it was after his mom moved out 
didn't give him the forwarding address. We lived with his mom, by the way, this darkest period of my life. And uh, his mom didn't give him the new address. Mommy left, lights out, empty house. He had a complete, like, a uh, psychosis. And I watched him as, like, like the light, the, re the soul recognition was gone. And he looked like he Elvis left the building. Elvis left the building and aged 30 years overnight. And like, I just started crying this deep seated, like a uh, cry that I had never cried like that before. And, uh, and I couldn't stop crying and I had to go to my Suboxone doctor appointment. And, and the doctor was like, what's wrong with you? You seem crazy. And it's like, everyone uh, the world I had existed in for the previous 30 years turned in one moment totally cold and against me. And it's never went back to the way it was before. Since then, homeless people were suddenly cruel to me. Like I, My trajectory changed. And I, I like to think that it's this is when I was shifted onto a, my path with to walk with Christ. I wasn't there yet, you know, but... But I started to be persecuted and treated like shit as if I already was down with the crown, you know? Yeah. And so I split from that guy's house, like, while he was asleep one day, which he would sleep for, like, nine days at a time. And, like, it was just, I can't believe I did any of this. It was so fucking depressing, so dark, so, like, uh, just, like, why did I do that? But, you know, I'm an RH negative blood type female. I'm easily And you're a musician. And I'm an idiot, and but I'm easily I'm easily like a uh, uh, mind controlled, you know, and so anyway. But one day I broke my MK Ultra programming, and I just split. And I remember driving away from there, and I was crying, realizing all the people that I lost, like uh, and and going, I have nothing, I have nothing. And then I realized, like, yo, these people have been holding me back, dragging me down as I try to please these impossible, impleasable, malcontent narcissists my whole life. L.A. is full of insecure narcissists. Yeah, and then I started weeping from joy and saying, I have no one, I'm free, I'm fucking free. And, like, I did have my dad. My dad, he's so sweet. Uh, he never gave up on me. My mom did some of that Al-Anon tough love bullshit multiple times and uh but my dad's like an angel and uh and my dad's got that jesus christ bloodline my mom has the a negative like psychopath ruler you know so i got a bit of each but luckily i turned out to be the a b negative and not the a negative so i so scored but like yeah and then that was like the beginning of the beginning of this version of me now who who loved playing music like became an open channel to all things creative of the universe and that's right when i stopped watching tv and movies and listening to music that was 10 years a ago annie if like i could describe annie annie looks like you would like think she was like either like a hippie but she's like heroin hippie almost it's like goofball like hippie heroin, like heroin hippie. and math mixed together yeah probably yeah speedball hippie mm-hmm um, so now you've, so you had the full blown, 
a disruption of reality. Yeah. You crumble to the ground. I and was on say, my hero's journey, like oh, exactly. alone out in the wilderness. I try to take multiple of those in my lifetime, yeah. and I have, and I'm on one right now, but oh, nice. that's not besides the point. Um, uh, and that's how actually how I met Annie was I was traveling because when I left, and I actually did a podcast, like a few podcasts back that talked about the hero's journey and how I was going on another one. And so it was my, like, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh hero's journey where I stumbled across Annie Hardy through a mutual friend, uh, Dad Bod Brandon. Dad Brandon. And uh, who does Young God's Clothing. Um, And uh, he put me and Annie in touch, and they were talking, and she started talking about blood types, which... Hey, am I the number one aficionado on blood types? No, but you guys have heard me talk about it before. And also reading the book Bloodlines of the Gods, which was really, really fucking fascinating for a history of bloodlines and possible histories. I'll I'll show you the book when we get out the podcast. But Annie was talking about it, and and I talked about on my podcast how when I got COVID, um, I'm A positive, and two other A blood types also had COVID at the same time. We all damn near died. But a lot of my O blood type friends, they were, yeah, they were really sick, but it was for a way short Mm -hmm. period of time. None of them wound up in the hospital. All of us A's wound up in the ER. And I heard Annie talking to Brandy about that. And I had already been in like the blood type diet uh, thing and then the bloodlines of the gods. Do you believe in that eat for your type diet? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Too well. I believe that uh, I can't say one hundred percent. I believe that yes, there is a lot of truth to it. That A's in general should eat more fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, I also depend and depe- believe that it depends on the season we're in. See, I don't like that it doesn't separate Rh negative and Rh positive blood types for I'm their sure diet. I'm sure somewhere it does. I'm sure it's somewhere it does. It doesn't because, it, and that's fucking insane. It just goes by the letters. Like literally, I can't have like if you got me pregnant today or nine months down the line tomorrow. Tomorrow, so say you got me pregnant at all. As got a, a you're you're A today. positive. I'm AB negative because. I'm AB negative, my body would reject the child and it would yes. cause, and I would have to get a shot during pregnancy and at childbirth. So if I'm a totally different species than you to that extent to where you need some uh, medical interference to make my baby not die, then how am I supposed to eat the same fucking blood type as someone so with iron-based blood while mine's copper-based? So check this out. So well, after reading the... And I had heard about the blue bloods and the royal bloodlines and that for years, but that book really put it in perspective. And when um, I, I thought about it, I was like, oh, so most of the elites are RH negative bl- blood mm-hmm. types. And and then I thought about like what, what the positives are, the positive blood types are. We're, we're like primate genetics which means we're we're little we're little earthlings um and i had thought like damn these rh negatives uh, at least on the elite level treat the earth like they're foreign from it like they're allergic to the earth man they don't they just mistreat it on every level from you know just that's a broad sweeping generalization there is less elites than rh negatives i know than but there they're, are just they're people. the no 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 100 i'm just saying the elite 
RH negative bloodlines treat it like they are literally allergic. Look at they like are. The, they they don't, have we all don't the belong here. Program. We're not from here. If you're an RH negative, which is to say, if you have A negative, B negative, AB negative, or O negative blood, you're RH negative. That's Reese's monkey gene negative. You don't have a genome in common with another Earth creature and the positives have the rhesus monkey yes. gene that's why and i say we have primate genetics and so science doesn't know where rh negatives originated at i've heard tell of them having extra um uh extra spine thing you know they not 33 but 34 and then having really? better yeah better adapted uh better lungs for uh underground breathing Oh, well, th that would go to the whole reptilian type thing. Some um, of them are that. That's your own negatives, which have infiltrated the uh, the royal. Oh, it makes sense because the O bloodline uh, is the meat eaters, the, 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 the yep. primal. The reptilioids, uh, the Rothschilds. Um, so the like, oh, shit. I lost my train of thought. So you eat for your diet. The, the, the elite treat it like this is like they're yeah, allergic like they're, to they're the like They're like allergic to it. Because they are. Um, what I had heard about the history of the RH negative blood types was that they, the highest concentration 30, 40,000 years ago was in where the Basques uh, of yeah. Spain, the Basques of Spain, which is really bizarre because my family on my mom's side comes from the Canary Islands, Isla de Canario, in between Morocco and Spain. So I was like, wow, I wonder if I have some link to that. But I, again, I'm an A positive blood Thank type. You. So I'm looking at your eyes right now. I could usually tell. It looks like I would have to shine a flashlight in there. But, you know, it looks like you have some on, you know, latent in your bloodline. Because when you say you and I had a kid, the kid would probably revert to being um, RH positive. You get too much RH positive blood in that line and it, and it turns that way, you know? But, like, a lot of people have, like, my friend Maggie, like, she's A positive, but I think she comes from, like, I think she's related to a president or some shit, President Nixon, to be exact. Is that I have the same birthday as President Nixon. Really? Jan January 9th, yeah. So all of the I'm ancient rulers of history have been the, I mean, why did these ancient rulers rule? Because they're believed to be dis direct descendants of God. And that's I've a heard negative. Both the Merovingian and the Luciferian bloodlines is like it's some like, well, which one is it? Are you Merovingian, the, the, the lineage to Christ? That's or, a B or negative. Oh, okay. and then the O negative would be the, the well, bloodline that goes straight back to uh, Lucy in the garden with Eve, you know, let's uh, go through each blood type. And, and first of all, how did you get into the blood types? I got into blood types because I had air. I used to do Airbnb here and I had this this woman who was a fucking trip and I'm still friends with her today. Shout out to Jamie and Jamie came and stayed here with her boyfriend and she I mean, within the first 10 minutes, we were like hyperspeed talking about stuff. She's like, you look like you're RH negative. What's your blood type? Do you know? And I was like, yeah, maybe negative. She's like, you are. I'm A negative. And like so and it really like uh, it, it unlocked a, a chapter for me and I became simply obsessed. I have over 100 cards of people whose blood I've typed for them, you know, and. 
and it and it checks out i believe the mainstream narrative for once that you know is most common is o positive and then a positive and then b positive then a b positive and then o negative and then, you know like in that order uh because that's how my tests worked out so that i had a this percentage like i only just tested my first ab negative my little friend shay that i met this year a friend like like we met through you know a friend and who suggested we meet and then lo and behold she's got you know the merovingian bloodline like like your boy Hello. now what's weird is i could have sworn that i grew up with an o negative blood type my whole life to the extent where i would write it on medical records and shit and i could have sworn that there was a time when everyone knew their blood type in the 90s but no longer so let's let's do a, a breakdown of okay. what your knowledge would be um, as far, and I could throw in my little shit here and there, um, but uh, let's go, let's start with the A's. Uh, what do you know about A-positives? A-positives, angel spirit and human body, usually. Uh, obviously, less likely to get COVID, but when they get it, they get much sicker. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I would have got COVID if I wouldn't have been in the Northwest. I was just sick all the time up there. When I was in the sun, which you're gonna like this. So when I moved to Hawaii for five years, mm -hmm. I didn't get sick at all for that for that five years. I was in the sun every day. I was right. eating tons of vegetables. My diet changed, and, and according to the blood type diet, A positives or A's in general are vegetarian primary right. diet type. So. I was like, wow, that, that makes sense that when I moved to the Northwest, which is gray and rainy and cold all the time, Ugh. I just constantly got sick because where are the vegetables and fruit going to grow? Not there. You can't live off apples yeah. and cherries your whole life. I was in England when I got the uh, Delta strain myself. Yeah, in the, in the darkness. coughed in the face in the darkness, and so I got sick. Yeah, there's something to that. I didn't think of that aspect. I didn't think of that at all. So, yeah, a, a positives are generally vegetarian blood types. Yes, with certain meats. Mutton and some gross meats. Like, whatever. Well, I don't think Fuck we can that. I'm going to In-N-Out today because yeah. I'm on my period. So yeah. No, I love In-N-Out. Um, and I don't, even, I don't even love burgers, but there's something either. different about In-N-Out. It's just like Starbucks. You know, it must be black magic or some crack or something. It's just so good. It's yeah. like you can't deny it. So that's what I know about A positives. You know, they're the they're the second most popular. They're 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 generally an angelic spirit in a human body, and I yeah. What about A negatives? A negatives are insane. An evil satanic bloodline. Well, oh, they're not evil. No, there's of the earth. There's no like. I'm like, just talking around. Even the bloodline that is of, like, legit from Satan, like, those people aren't evil. You know, it runs the gamut. But for A-negative, they've inherited so much, like, inherited bloodline curses and the, the, the karma of all the, like, this goes back to the ancient Egyptians. Like, the all rulers over time do a lot of killing, generally, murder and wars and stuff like that. That's a lot on your, on your karmic inheritance right there. And so... A negatives tend to be the more of the insane variety of people uh, that you'll meet because they just have so much. They tend to be also very spiritually gifted, whether or not they uh, know it or know how to use it, or some of them would just call it mental illness. 
but like you know there's no difference between like schizophrenia and psychic mediumship except that the psychic medium views the phenomenon which is ex exactly the same as a gift and so it is a gift and the schizo views it as a mental illness and so it is a mental illness wow and as far as uh b negatives go b negatives i've okay oh, wait was it b positive b positive okay b positive is a blood type held by um a lot of black people and asian people although um my drummer is b positive i know plenty of um whiteies what? Well, yeah, just like non-black or Asian people, but but they all claim a little bit of black heritage just by looking totally white, and um and in Chinese like or not Chinese but like Asian maybe it's Japanese, Japanese or some Asian people they do like a sort of like the equivalent of astrology but with blood types and they believe that B positive blood type people are bad and they have a bad reputation and I definitely could see why they would feel that way based on the be positive people that I know are a little deranged you know and I don't know what their origin is over on the be negative side um I, I know few be negatives like bees seem to be troublemakers well even their diet is 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 weird it's like they, they like thrive somewhere in the middle between vegetarian and and the o blood type which is car carnivorous right um and the bees they they like they flourish off uh fatty foods and like foods that would you know pr probably you know make them gain weight um, right so uh and for a b i'm supposed to do both the a and the b that's another reason I hate this E for your type diet. It's like Are you AB? Yeah, maybe negative. Okay. So, and and as far as like B negatives go, what what about them? Uh, yeah, they're just I mean, they're pretty much the same. I don't know uh, B's B negative. I don't know that many. Um, I shout out my friend Russian Danny is B negative from the It's All Bad podcast. And um Ooh, what kind of podcast is that? It's like a a, a, a drug stories podcast. Oh, cool! Right on. And it's um, and then my friend Joey Mann is B negative, but you probably don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's people who are have a propensity towards c crime and arrest. I want to say. Really. And then, yeah, and they're um, um, Jamie who told me about the, the blood types in the first place. She said something about Leonidas, and I don't know anything. Leonidas. I don't know who, who that is, what that is, uh, and it means nothing to me. So I'm pretty I, sure that was like a Greek. Yeah, some soldier. Greek bull. It's all Greek to me, you know. So Roman. I don't know. I I would say that the bees are probably another. I think that. I think that half the Rh negative bloodlines come from good, and half of them come from bad. And I would say O and B. B.O. It came from the more like uh, inclined towards evil blood lines, you know, and so that, yeah, that's that. And then there's good old A.B. positive, which I love. All A.B. positives are these creative, like unique individuals, and they're, 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 they're like the best of both worlds of A's and B's. They're like angels in human form, but they're also pieces of shit. You know, like my kind of my kind of scum. Exactly. And then over on the AB negative end, I mean, less than one percent of the population of the world has AB negative blood type. 
So I don't know enough people to even tell you. Well, it almost seems like the ABs, they like, they, their diet is a lot more. Sucks. It's tricky. Like, yeah. you guys should be avoiding caffeine and alcohol, no. sp- specifically in stressful situations. You should be focusing on seafood, no. dairy, green vegetables, and foods that promote weight loss. Not you, particularly. Yeah, not me or I'll die. Uh, you should be avoiding smoked and cured meats. Fuck um, that. And uh, see, this is why I don't subscribe to this diet because you don't want to eat that I, stuff. It's bad news for me. Okay, I well, I'll tell you right now why that is. Because every time we eat something we're not supposed to, it gives us a micro adrenaline charge, which we like. It fucks with the dopamine receptors. Oh, that and makes we me want to go get a spoon and and crack open a jar of Biscoff cookie butter right now. So uh, she's got to feed her a uh, cavity, her tooth. Gotta um, feed my demons. Um, her, her candidas, she got to feed her candidas. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, so you get this dopamine rush from eating foods you're not supposed to, and you get addicted to it. And you think because it makes you feel good, that's what you're supposed to be eating. But really, it's the other way around. Yeah. I think the whole way we think of food is fucked. And the, the idea that we're supposed to pur- so purge ourselves on or binge ourselves on food until we like can't eat anymore and now we're full like that's not how eating's meant to work at all uh, well i mean you look back a thousand two thousand three thousand years when we were just like hunter gatherers mm-hmm. sometimes we go full days or three without food yeah that's why it's like you never hear somebody who's trying to be a success say i'm well fed there um, you're like dude you're like obsessed what are you doing yeah man i'm hungry I'm hungry. Yeah. Right? You look at the animal kingdom. A lot of those animals don't eat for like three, four, five days. And then the lion will take down the bison because they're freaking hungry and they're starving. And, you know, their their senses are like acute. If you've ever fasted, like your senses are really heightened. Your your sense mm-hmm. around you are really heightened. So I understand that. But uh, I need to fast. But I think I'll die if I do it. So. I I like to do sleep fasting where I don't sleep on purpose and I do it to get closer to God. And I set that as an intent. I do it on usually the full moon because I'm usually rendered unable to sleep anyway. So to transmute that into being a good thing, I do sleep fasting. Those demons are trying to keep you awake for the witching hour, Annie. They do it and it's amazing. And I stay awake (laughs) for 24 hours and like... Uh, and I love it. And it's, it's so like, it's like taking See, DMT an, to me. She's an angel and a demon all at the same time. Exactly. So, so now let's get into your blood type, AB negative. What's up with that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough people to know. This is like my problem. I only know like two or three other people who have this blood type and I haven't tested to confirm one of them. But the one person I'm thinking of, my friend Brian Montori, he's this incredible artist and he's amazingly sweet and he's an incredible human being. My dad is like an an amazing human being. Is he an AB? He's AB negative. That's where I get it from. And then my friend Shay, who I just met recently, she seems amazing and she's very young. She doesn't even, you know, she does music and I think she's unrealized yet in her own regard but I was at her age too so I don't know enough people to even know but then I met this one bitch who claimed AB negative 
blood type, and oh, she, she was, was a piece of the shit. Funk. She probably was. I didn't test to confirm. She was a she was awful. So, and then I heard Bill Gates is AB negative. Oh, and oh. here's something. Oh, wait, I do know something about AB negatives. Let me tell you about them. Here's some of the AB negatives of the past. Abe Lincoln, my my relative. I would venture to guess that anyone with my same blood type is my relative, but I'm crazy like that. So Abe Lincoln, uh, Princess Diana, Martin Luther King, JFK. Are you noticing a trend? Yes, I AB am. AB negatives get murdered. Jesus Christ. You yeah. know? Well, you guys are rebellious. We're rebels and we're... Uh, Annie, plug your podcast again. My podcast is called Empath of Least Resistance. We'll plug it again towards the end, but if you listen to our podcast, you'll understand. It's like, it's a, like the loving rebel, it sounds like, right? Just Because like you're Jesus, stuck between yeah. A and B. Exactly. It's like uh, between a rock and a hard place. And, you know, it's like to sometimes if you love someone, you have to tell the truth, even though they don't like what you, the tough truth love, is. baby. Not that tough. It's just like tough to somebody who's living in delusion. So. Um, w- any other AB negatives that you know of that are famous? AB negatives, I know. Bill Gates, allegedly, allegedly Obama, you know. Um, you know, Bill Gates and Obama were homies when they were kids. Part of the same satanic cult. I know, they're probably sucking each other off because they're... My friend Maggie's so funny. She goes, she goes, um, oh, you like conspiracy? Well, um, have you heard of Pizzagate? And I was like, obviously. And she's like, well, there's a Pizzagate rumor, I guess, that Obama molested me because there is a picture of her and Obama on the Internet. I don't know. Don't ask me why. And I was like, of course he didn't fucking molest you. Obama's gay. Like, why would he? What does he want with a little girl? Him Him and his wife, Michael. Yeah, him and Big Mike don't want nothing to do with you, Maggie. But have you seen the shoulders on on? Have you seen the schlong on Big Mike when he's dancing around on the Ellen Show? Give me a break. That's a dude. She's got shoulders like a linebacker. He is. Who probably was a linebacker? I don't know. Who knows if all these dudely men? I mean, I saw that all back throughout history before there was TV and movies and stuff that they were making all the they were making trannies out of all the the royalty of yes. across all. Yes. All across the board. And well, it's like, why? Why would you do that? That's well, just it's weird. Part of inversion process with the Luciferian doctrine. Inversion. <sighs> um, Get over your gay Luciferian shit, okay? It's like, if you want to be gay, that's fine. But if you don't realize that being a Satanist and, and, and all this other. Now that being gay is the, is the new good thing to be, you know, maybe it's, this is a benefit. And so, whatever. I don't know. The world's so backwards. But like. You know, back in the '90s, we just called that shit gay. Yeah, it was like, and and the and the original homosexuals were like the original rebels, and they were like the outlaws, and, and like you know, like it was it wasn't popular, and we had like like gay friends that we loved, and like my mom's we knew best what they were going through. Died of AIDS, ugly AIDS, like right when it had turned from grid to AIDS in like '89. My mom's best friend, and keep in mind, I'm in South Orange County. Was they that person on AZT, the me- medicine for AIDS? I don't think that was out yet. Huh. It was It was purple splotch, kill you dead AIDS, oh, death. Like, like you are going to die if you have AIDS, AIDS, you know? Like their last resort was getting some magic crystals from the, from the witch store, you know? There was no AIDS, nothing back then yet. Fauci hadn't killed millions of AIDS people 
just yet because it was just became AIDS. Yeah. And so, and my mom's writing plays, as I mentioned. And the one time this bitch gets put in the newspaper, you know, she's on the calendar section the, uh, of, of the OC whatever, you know, Times, Orange County Times ma- newspaper thing. And all my friends, family members see this, my mom and her AIDS best friend rest in peace jim they were like twin flames they they you know he did the music she wrote the play and uh and he was dying and 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 the play was about him and it was all blasted everywhere you know i got treated like the aids baby for the rest of for a for a while there you're still the aids baby i still am the aids baby thank you they said annie hardy's mom's a dyke her dad's gay and and she has aids look look at look at what's happening now COVID is being treated like air aids yeah well no COVID vaccine has actual aids in it and now there's an aids breakout happening yeah i've heard about that yep absolutely well because it rewires your immune system to where it can only fight uh the coronavirus and and any other uh, bacterias or viruses within your body, well, your immune system has been rewired, so now all that stuff can kill you and get you sick, which well, is perfect And they put the AIDS plan. virus in there. They put the HIV yeah. virus straight up into binding to protein in the vaccine. So it's Oh, that's like, right. They did. They, so yeah. congrats. You don't got COVID, but you got AIDS now. At least it's not the Everyone 90s. Everyone has AIDS, 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 AIDS. <laughs> and so anyways, because we've strayed so far from... S- we have strays. We have strays. We have full-blown strays. Exactly. Uh, all my closest friends have uh, are artists and have a- ADHD. And um, mine all just have AIDS. Um, but that's cool now. So O positives. What do you know about O positives? I'll, I'll give them a brief overview of the O diet. Uh, o, O's um, benefit off lean organic meats, vegetables and fruits, and minimizing wheat and dairy, which can trigger digestive problems within them. So if you know you're an O blood type, you might want to. Uh, and I know that's true because all like my family members and friends that are O's, they like naturally crave meats. And because and they're not supposed to eat bananas. Did you know that? I did not know that. Um, but I'm not supposed to eat bananas either, but I eat them. Uh, but, and I noticed like a, a lot of my family ga- gatherings because most of my family are O's, like it's like just like all meat and protein. And I'm like, guys, what's up with vegetables and fruit, dude? Can I get, it's like You're my like, body. We don't na- do that here. <laughs> my, my body like naturally does crave uh, fruits and vegetables. Um, Mine just craves with a small side of meat. cookie butter. Is that weird? It is weird. And round uh, table pizza and in But I like weird. So Yeah, O positive, I don't want to be mean, but look, I think all these blood types, all the positive blood types are just the clones of the negative ones. That's mixed, what I've heard. Mixed with some like thing because they're in direct proportion to one another. So if you want to get, you know, fancy like that, all the O positives are the uh, clones of the devil's bloodline and sometimes they really reflect that. You know, I know some really sweet O blood types. So do I, and I know some really sour ones I too. Do too. Yeah. I know some big old narc O positives, but this is the most common blood type on planet Earth. So it's it runs the gamut. You know, you can't really say one thing or another other than like any time I've been in what seems like a spiritually like uh, uh, decided upon for me situation, it's usually with an O positive. They usually get you with an O positive. They send an O positive to get you. What's What's crazy is that I had heard the the positive blood types were 
we kind of touched on this, but like I had heard that 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 those blood types, my blood type, the positive blood types, were created as the worker bees or the slave class for the the elites or the the Rh negatives. Makes sense. I would believe that because there's how come there's like seven percent. O negatives and then 70% O positives. It's like somebody put them on a copy machine. You know, there's 6% A positives or 6 or 6% A negatives and then, you know, whatever the it's actually 4 4% whatever. I don't know how all the math. I'm not a fucking math whiz. There's point, you know, 9% AB negatives and there's whatever the AB positive like one yeah. something percent. They're all the Rh exactly the negatives are, are as small in number and the positives are high in number. Right. As if someone hit you times 10 on a copy machine. Yeah, and then you like look at like, well, the ruling elites make up like 4%, 5% mm-hmm. of society. And every and American and president. they're all negative blood types. All of them. All the royal family is O negative. Well, they've been uh, infiltrated by the Rothschilds. O negative reptilian bloodline. And then <coughs> all every American president has been some different which which would be make sense like like uh, O being a carnivorous blood type which would yeah. why these which would which be is why the queen's eating them babies in England why, yeah why they're into the adrenochrome and and the in the blood letting and all that crazy yeah. stuff um and even like I forget what his name Prince Harry or whatever Diana's ex husband mm-hmm. he was talking about how he's Prince a pre- Charles Prince Charles the vampire. Yeah. He's a tampire. Yeah, he said he was a proud descendant of Vlad Tepes, yep. the original Drac- Dracula. And so I believe that Elizabeth Bathory is also related. She used to bathe in the blood of her servants. Yeah. And a psychic told me and my <coughs> ex-boyfriend Robert, a.k.a. Cadillac Ron, rest in peace, that we were the um, reincarnation. Because Robert actually had a Vlad of, of those two that you just mentioned. Wow. Robert had a Vlad Tepes tattoo, and and he's like, yeah, you know, we're related to Vlad Tepes and and to the Bush family and all this stuff. But then I didn't find out till lockdown that Robert was O positive, and his whole family is O positive. I thought for sure he was O negative, because the Rh negatives tend to be these like spiritual portals of human beings. Like you, they scientifically have proven they have higher IQs, lower blood pressure and body temperature you know the extra vertebrae sometimes and um like a higher instance of psychic phenomenon and supernatural malarkey you know Ooh, i love malarkey yeah and so you know maybe you have it in your in your latent in your bloodline and and you know but we don't know what we are as people because they keep us from knowing the truth of our being and the truth of reality and know our blood types and it's like why don't we know our blood types? Like, how come none of us know our fucking blood types till till they come to my house? Well, and what's what's crazy about even that? Like, and I want to get into the O positives too, and then we can go off on our fucking crazy tangents. But what's really crazy about like the whole blood thing is, like, even in like big biblical texts, and and I believe even in other. Um, like nations around the world, they they didn't want you drinking the blood of the animal or right. other people. So because it was the blood a life, has the in life in it, life essence exactly. So if it's the life essence, and they say um, you know the breath is 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 like the breath of God is the spirit, and we know that like well if if we 
don't breathe for like five minutes, we're dead. Um, then I don't know. I just always find so many like common uh, sense and, and logical things in a lot of this mystical shit that we, we study. Yeah. It's a life in the world is seems a lot more simple than we have made it in this complicated toilet wretch so hologram. What about O positives? You're really pushing me for the my I don't know nothing about I mean there's too many of them to know. You know, O positives that's what most people are. They get COVID easy. The they recover from it easy. Um they That's true from what I know. They can um they're just like your utilitarian blood type, you know. They're sturdy. They're sturdy. They they're healthiest. They they have the highest resistance to disease in general, and yeah, they're just like they're like Hondas, the Hondas of humans. Wow. You know, they're or the Toyota Tacoma trucks of human beings. Toyota Tundra. Yeah, it's like maybe that's what you want to be. Me, not really. Uh, you want to be could, a weirdo. I want to be what I am, because why would I want to be anything else? I spent most of my life wishing I was some other way than I was, and then I was like, hey, this is causing me much suffering. Yes, me too. So I just and tried to appreciate what I am. And then you, stu- yeah, then you stumble upon the higher self through yeah. years of trauma, and you're like, wow, dude, I am way different than the people around me. These guys yeah. I don't want to be like any of these people. I want to be like myself. I want to be happy, you know. I want to go on the hero's <laughs> journey. I want to go to Willy Wonka's, you know, thing. Veruca, sweetheart. I'm having the worst leg cramp. I bet if I was O positive, this wouldn't be happening. Have it because I'm allergic to earth, you know, and I am, you know. Most no. white people shouldn't be here, I feel like. We're all... Aliens of some sort. You What's know? really weird is that, like, you say you're allergic to Earth, but, like, you have, like, the most fascinating garden. I know. I, I love it, the Earth. It's I not that she has the, the most fascinating garden. It's that she has it in the middle of fucking L.A. In North Hollywood, yeah. North Hollywood. Yeah. I like to give the people of my neighborhood, since the world is such a tragic nightmare, like, something beautiful to look at. And many people are brought joy by it. Her flower they tell garden me. is incredible. Yeah, I love flowers. I wanted to go to the nursery today, but it's Sunday, isn't it? I believe so. Waste of a day. (laughs) What? We did two podcasts today. How could it be a waste? No, no. I just mean the waste day of the week where nothing's open. You've successfully offended me, and not anyone can usually do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were a narc. Only narcs get offended. (sighs) I'm not a narc. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I, but that's exactly what a narc would say. So maybe I am. Eh, eh, some, some would, but um, most narcs would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a narc. I don't give a fuck." You know, that's crazy to be like that. But then some, it's a shadow trait. But yeah, I mean, uh, generally taking offense, something God hates, it says so in the Bible, because then you're taking yourself to be as God to be the yeah, judge of what's good yeah, or bad. Too serious. Too serious, yeah. Well, well, you know which astrology sign that I love a lot, but that it would be the first sign that I would think would take offense super easily? Guess. Um, to take offense. Sagittarius? Leo. Leo. Oh, uh, yeah. Guaranteed. I don't see Leos being very easily offended. Ah, uh, I just... Yes, Maybe. Yeah. I'm a Leo moon, but I never get offended, though, too. 
I'm offended by people taking offense to me. That's about it. I'm offended by most of this shit. I'm offended by the opposite of what most people are offended by in this in this society today. This civilization is just so lame, yeah. so weak, so yep. so bored, so, so spoiled. Boring too. Yeah, so bored and boring, so spoiled that they find microaggressions and and They're just hypocrites and little snot-nosed brats that got the trophy for just coming to the game, you know? Yeah, but hey, there's a lot of people our age and older that are like that, too. It's like, it's bizarre. But I'm just people, like, I feel like our age, they uh, knew how to, like, they could play with others, you know, still for a minute. Like, they could start bands. They could be on sports teams. They could do so many things. And these days, it's like isolationville the devil's getting what he wants all the time which is always to get people isolated and suicidal and then kill themselves yes he says yeah um, ow so anyways yeah. Annie, do you have anything else to add to this interesting and winding podcast that we started the long and winding podcast um i would say that remember like your most valuable asset nowadays is like where you spend your time and put your energy and attention and don't put it on the things that make you feel bad like focus go to the things that bring you relief make you feel good you know be of service to your fellow man so you can feel good about yourself instead of being a selfish little shithead you know when you when you get you know i became self-actualized at some point when i went on this incredible like farewell giant drag tour which wouldn't be my farewell after all but like i f saw my place in the world i saw where i fit and i became i had a peak moment and for the first time ever in my life i felt happy and crazy happy and the first thing i wanted to do after that was was to repay the favor to all the people that had made it so that i could get that way and to you know try to turn around and share my message of you know overcoming adversity and of 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 hope and you know the fact that like you can be happy i thought that people were born happy or depressed and that i was a depressed and anxious person because of my inherited bloodline curses or something but it's not true it's like and, and i thought that dumb people were happy and that smart people were plagued with depression and misery yeah. like all my favorite artists and that shit is not true either those people are annoying it's like lazy people are depressed and, and anxious because they're not doing anything and they're just sitting around and, and 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 mentally ill people will take offense to this but like that's only you only get offended by shit when it's true period that's a psycho psychology rule psychological hard rule and so it's like yeah i found myself sitting around thinking about myself a whole lot watching tv doing nil else you know get up and get off the couch i don't care if you don't feel like it i've been depressed i've been anxious i've been suicidal i've attempted suicide i've been uh strung out on every drug that there is you know and the one thing i didn't do enough is i didn't get up and i didn't go out fucking side pick up a shovel touch the dirt take off your shoes whatever like plant a garden you're gonna have to do it trust me go plant a victory garden with the most basic easiest shit you know follow me on tiktok annie underscore hardy underscore rules and i do a lot of gardening t uh, tutorials and weird videos and shit but like you should be use all that anxiety 
direct it towards something like uh, surviving the uh, tragedies to come here in America any second now that World War III's kicked off. Like, time to grow your own food and become self-sustainable and step back into your power. Because there's a whole bunch of cucks out there, a whole bunch of pussies, and a whole bunch of, like, um, me, 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 vocal warm-up people, narcs. And I don't know who's going to survive what's, you know, the, the horrors to come or when they'll k- really get into full gear. But, like, you know, you should do something with all that energy that's what, good. <laughs> what's so crazy is all the weird shit that I've been into, like... Um, all the conspiracies, like, I, I was always, like, there was, like, this side of some type of spirituality in my life in one weird way or another. Mm-hmm. And when I fully let go of all that is when I wound up in jail for all those years. And then in jail, in the in the pits of hell, is when I, I got into, you know, a little bit of meditation and breathing exercises and, um, and like, a little bit of yoga mm-hmm. and then, and then, like, you know, because my grandmother, she's native. I, I was doing a lot of, like, sweat lodges there. And um, and I literally found, like, peace in a place of, like, war and anger and crime and all this shit. Right. And, um, and but I've always been fascinated with, like, secrets and, you know, like, ancient man and things like that back then it was native and then as as i've moved forward to like now it's like looking at ancient architecture which i'll get into a podcast for you guys i'm going to go down the tar the road of the tartarian what i know about the tartarian empire or the psyop of the tartarian empire and a lot of this architecture um but like what you're saying about like learn how to grow food again again like i always say like i if it was in ancient times it was probably working yeah. and the, the 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 key to our future is in the ancient past we are going to have to go back to gardening and farming we uh, are yeah. going to have to go back to yoga and breath work and meditation and prayer that. i don't know about those satan stretches over there yeah them the satan stretches <laughs> you putting yourself in the in in the devil's sex positions <laughs> right there don't America. give them kundalini's uh but um there's way different uh, yoga's and Kundalini is like its own version of yoga. It's nothing like all of the the, the Oh, I'm yogas. talking about actually all yoga being satanic and sending energy to certain lowercase g gods. I don't know if, if of all of it is like that. Um, some people are just doing it to. I think uh, the one that starts with a P is fine. The, what's it called? Mm. P yoga, uh, Pilates. Pilates. And then there's the, the Bikram exercise. yoga, then there's the, the vinyasana, the gentle flow yoga, which a lot of people, I mean, I've seen videos of people that were on crutches for like 40 years of their life that were said, oh, you will never walk again. And they're like overweight and all of a sudden they like go on a diet. They start doing yoga every day and stretching. And next thing you know, within like nine months, they're running. Yeah. That demon possession can get you doing a lot oh, of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can tell what's <laughs> if it's good by the fruits of your labor. So exactly, if I they can like run, it's an okay demon. It's it, if if like it's like like when, you know like when the Christians say magic's evil, and it's like no, magic's not evil. It's the magic that these dark arts motherfuckers are using that are evil. Like, like the 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 Vatican will tell you magic's evil. Meanwhile, these motherfuckers are doing all that dark arts shit using sigils. <laughs> motherfuckers and are Satan worshippers. Yeah. Don't tell me what's evil, Vatican. You said that the aliens are my space brothers, my brothers in Christ. Fuck you. No, they not. Yeah. They're That's space the aliens. The nephilim. Demons. Yeah, the nephilim, the fallen ones. 
But like, yeah, I feel like all the, the, the secrets of the future lie in the ancient past and a lot of the the things that have been demonized or so are said as primitive or, you know, all this bullshit. And I'm going to get into that. Hopefully the next podcast will do something on like um, sacred architecture and geometry and things like that. I'm into the idea of tribal living, off-grid tribal living, and you live with your tribe of people and everybody the gets devil's to tribe. No, everybody gets to fuck each other and nobody trips. And when somebody has a kid, the whole village raises the kid because it takes a village and everyone's just chilling, you know, chilling and all this shit, this like fucking modern day society and this like monogamous, like, you know, like repress repression energy of like, here's your one thing. I don't believe in that. It does. And it's like when you repress things that you even want to do in the bedroom, you're more likely to do them out on the street. Like, you know, say you got some, like, rape fetish. Like, if you repress that, then you're more likely to rape a bitch on the street. And uh, I never had that fantasy. I don't either, nor being raped, but some people do. Some yeah. people have stuff, and, and, and you can you. work hey, it out in the bedroom. In the, podcast. In the bedroom is where you should be able to, to feel safe to work it out, and you got a partner to talk to them. You know, if you don't work out this shit some way through creativity or fucking giving your girlfriend a nice hard rogering, you know, like whatever, like you don't work through these things. And then they they will come out at some point because they're not actually you. They're not a part of you. There's some vagrant spirit that's inside you that needs to be validated and released Annie, spare me your perversions this is a podcast not a whorehouse <laughs> maybe it's both yeah it's probably both uh, hell i'm i'm the dirtbag uh administering this and i am the minister and if you'd like to follow me on instagram my 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 uh my what do you call that number that they got put on at my handle is at symbol Annie Hardy, thanks. At <laughs> Annie Hardy. And, you know, I'm verified now, so my opinion exists and matters more than most. Same on Twitter. And your podcast. Empath of Least Resistance. Everywhere the podcasts are s- sold or and, whatever. And your music bands. And my band is Giant Dragon, my solo project, Annie Hardy. And I'm in a movie coming out this summer called Dash Cam, and it's a horror film and starring me as me. And your but number kinda. one single, what's the name of that And one? I'm on that new Prayers Cholo Goth, check it out. Burns Bright is the name of that song. Great song. Great song, best song in the album possibly. I think so. On a great album. I like that song and I like Cholo Goth a lot. I like uh, Black Dove and I love the video that Joe Cardamone directed with Rafa for it. Because I'm in it and just because it's a great video full of goth freaks. Yeah. Ejected from heaven because I'm a Black Dove. Anyways, guys, thank you, the lovely and mystical Annie Hardy, for thank you. supplying us with your wisdom, mind, body, spirit, love, healing, truth. We out. <laughs>